conference. Amen? Hallelujah. I mean, it's awesome. Every conference, it seems to get better and better. As my pastor says, gooder and gooder. Hallelujah. This conference was off the hook. Amen? It was a lot of work. So one thing I want to ask the church tonight is if we can give our Lord Jesus Christ and our King a great round of applause tonight for putting this thing together. Second thing tonight, why don't we give our pastors, Pastor Edgy, Pastora Sonia, a great hand clap tonight. Come on! Let's be excited tonight. Hallelujah. And then why don't we give the living word of Inland Empire a great hand clap today for all the work, all the prayer, and everything that the church, our church, put into it. Amen. And, and with that tonight, church, amen, I'm excited to be here. Yes, it was a lot of work. I don't know about you, but five days of church. Come on, somebody. Amen. That's a good thing. Can somebody say amen? We've been here since Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. Today's Thursday. I think I count five days. Can somebody say amen tonight? So I want to ask you tonight to, to you know, turn your Bibles with me to the book of First Samuel chapter 22. It's an honor. It's a privilege to be here with you tonight to be with my pastors, amen, to be with my home church, amen. We love you all the way from Oxnard and Ventura County. God is doing great things all around, amen, the, the state of California. Can somebody say amen tonight? I'm excited about the grand opening of our San Diego church. Come on, somebody, give the Lord another hand clap. Our Tijuana church, come on, amen, for all you Mexicanos, hallelujah. And with that tonight, I, I want you to open with me to 1 Samuel 22, and I want to begin reading tonight in verse 1 and 10. Amen. And then we're going to go to a second verse in our text to the book of Psalms. Hallelujah. <laughs> Had to make you laugh tonight. Psalms 105. And when we're there in 1 Samuel, somebody give me a loud, I'm there. Amen. The word of God reads tonight. 1 Samuel chapter 22. Verse 1 through 10. The Bible says, David therefore departed from there and escaped to the cave of Abdullam. Somebody say Abdullam. So when his brothers and all his father's house heard it, they went down there to him. And everyone who was in distress, everyone who was in debt, and everyone who was discontented gathered to him. So he became captain over them, and there were about 400 men with him. Verse 3. Then David went from there to Mizpah of Moab, and he said to the king of Moab, Please let my father and my mother come here with you. And listen to this. This is what struck me. Till I know what God will do for me. Can somebody say amen? Number four, so he brought them before the king of Moab, and they dwelt with him all the time that David was in the stronghold. Now the prophet Gad said to David, Do not stay in the stronghold. Depart and go to the land of Judah. So David departed, went into the forest of Herith, where Samuel, when, when Samuel heard that David and the men who were with him had been discovered, now Saul was staying in Gilba under a tamarisk tree in Ramah with his spear in his hand and all his servants standing about him. Number seven, then Saul said to his servants who stood about him, Hear now, you Benjamites, 
Come on, somebody. Will the son of Jesse give every one of you fields and vineyards and make you all captains of thousands and captains of hundreds? All of you have conspired against me, and there is no one who reveals to me that my son has made a covenant with the son of Jesse. And there is not one of you who is sorry for me or reveals to me that my son has stirred up my servants against me to lie in wait as it is this day. Number nine, then answered Doag, or dog, hello somebody, the Eshmanite, who was set over the servants of Saul and said, I saw the son of Jesse going to Nob, to Amalek, the son of Hethub, and, and he inquired of the Lord for him, gave him provision, and gave him the sword of Goliath, the Philistine. Somebody say, my, my. First, uh, I mean, uh, Psalms 105, let's go there real quick, into verse 17. When you're there, say, I'm there. The Bible reads, he sent a man before them, Joseph, who was sold as a slave. They hurt his feet with fetters. He was laid in irons until the time that his word came to pass. The word of the Lord tested him. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we come before you this night, Lord, and we just thank you, Lord, that you have gathered us here in this house tonight, Lord. Father God, I just pray tonight, Lord, that we lay everything aside, Father God, and we just allow your word, Father God, to speak to us tonight. Father God, I ask that I decrease so that you may increase, Father God, and I pray that your words be heard tonight. In the mighty name of Jesus, we all pray, amen and amen. Tonight, church, I want to minister a word that's been entitled, Preparing You, Arrow of God. How many arrows of God do we have in the house tonight? Come on, somebody, raise your hand. Uh, give me a loud amen. Let me know that you're here tonight. Amen. And I got to tell you this tonight. Amen. Amen. God has a way of preparing arrows of God. Amen. Those that he has chosen, all of us, I believe, here, God has chosen. Can somebody say amen? You're here, why? Amen, because you are chosen by God. And that word, amen, preparation or prepare means any proceeding experience or, amen, the light considered as a model of preparing for the future. Can somebody say amen? See, God, amen, I believe this, amen, in verse 3, God gave David favor in time of preparation. Amen? And I know sometimes when we're in, amen, the house of God, when we're in the recovery home, when we're in the men's home and the women that are in the women's home, sometimes it don't feel like things are going on. Can somebody say amen tonight? But I'm telling you uh, that God knows what he's doing. Look at your neighbor and tell him God knows uh, what he's doing. Amen. I believe that God has given not only David favor, but I believe that God has given you favor. I believe that God has given me favor. I believe that God has given our tremendous pastors favor. Come on, somebody. Get excited with me tonight. Amen. And David said something, amen, that really, really, amen, touched me. He said, until I know, amen, what God will do for me. Amen. No matter what was going on in this man's life, no matter if he was in the cave, no matter, amen, if he was feeling alone. Anybody here know what I'm talking about, about that lonely feeling we get sometimes? Amen. He knew that God was going to do, amen, something for him. 
And that's what really struck me, amen. These men eh, that were in trouble, amen, they begin to join him. They begin to come into the cave. Uh, they begin to come into this place. Uh, they became to, amen, be with this man of God. Come on, somebody, amen, that God was going to use in a tremendous way. Amen, those that were in debt, amen, anybody here, amen, ever been in debt before? I remember a time when I was so broke that I couldn't even pay attention. Come on, somebody. I dig in my pockets, amen. All I can get was some lint, if you know what I'm talking about. Amen. I, I was at a time in my life then, amen, I couldn't even get a bank account. Come on, somebody. Feel me tonight and say amen if you know what I'm talking about. Amen. But God said these men that were in debt, amen, they begin to join him. Amen. Those, amen, that were discontented joined Brother David. Anybody know what it's like to be discontented, amen, when you come in to the things of God tonight? Come on. Amen. He was considered an outlaw, church. Any outlaws in the house? Your in-laws banned you as the outlaw. Hello, somebody. I know a little bit about that because I didn't have not a relationship with my in-laws for about 10 years of, of my married life with my wife. Amen. But glory to God that God gave me favor. God put them back in my life. Amen. And, and right now my mother-in-law still with us. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. And my wife gets jealous because she says that she spoils me. Amen. Doesn't it feel good sometimes to be spoiled by your in-laws? Hello, operator. Amen. I remember I, would, I wouldn't even step. I was so proud, church. I wouldn't even step foot into their yard. I was in the recovery home in Moreno Valley, and I went to a little function, and, and my mother-in-law, amen, uh, God touched her heart with grace, and she said, Lawrence, are you coming for Thanksgiving? And I was like, I don't know if I'm coming for Thanksgiving, amen. I went back to the home, and I went back, and I let my pastor know what was going on, and amen, and I was, amen, too proud, amen. I was one of those proud guys. I don't know if we have any proud men or proud women, amen, that are here in the house tonight, but I told pastor, you know what, pastor, I don't think I'm going to go to that place. You know what my pastor did? He rebuked the daylights out of me. He told me, you better begin to pray for that household. You better begin to pray for your in-laws, amen, because your children are there, your family's there, amen. And I began to pray, and God began to open the doors, amen. And like I said, God has given me favor, and favor is not fair. Amen. He was considered an outlaw church, amen, but God still had a plan. Look at your neighbor tonight and tell him God still has a plan. Amen. These people, church, were outcast themselves. Amen. And they could, amen, they could only improve themselves by serving under their future king. Serving under David. That word serve means, amen, the act of a person or thing that serves. How many servants of God do we have in the house tonight? Amen. To act as a servant. Hallelujah. The first point I want to bring out tonight is God has called us for increase. How many of you believe that tonight? Amen. Say amen. God has called us for increase. Amen. To do, church, a great work for him. Amen. As we went through this conference, I'm going to tell you tonight. Amen. Living Word of Inland Empire did a great work. Come on, somebody. Get excited tonight. Amen. Everybody, amen. And that place was excited. Amen. There was a lot of work. There was a lot of things. Amen. But God has called us for increase. Amen. Sometimes, amen, we might feel like, amen, we're in a cave. Anybody know what I'm talking about? When you're in the recovery home, amen, sometimes you feel like you're in a cave. When you're in the recovery home, sometimes you feel like a nut. Hello, somebody. And sometimes you don't. 
Anybody know what I'm talking? I'm not talking about the candy bar neither. Hello, operator. Amen. Sometimes when we're in the home, sometimes when we're in the church, amen, we feel uh, like we're in a cave. But let me tell you, amen, God has called us and God has called you for increase. Come on, amen, get excited with me tonight. God is preparing us, church. God is preparing you and I, amen. And it's okay because, amen, there's, there's something that is taking place, church. There's something that's taking place there while we're in the cave. God is always on the move. Amen. God is always on the move. Amen. Somebody say, God is preparing me. No matter what I'm going through, no matter what I feel, no matter how I see it, amen, no matter how hot it is out there, hello, somebody, God is preparing us. And I believe God is preparing you, amen. David's control over this band of people, again, shows us his ability to lead and to motivate. I'm telling you this morning, this evening, sometimes, amen, we just need to motivate ourselves. Anybody know what I'm talking about? Pastor Reuben said, as the age comes and you get a little older, sometimes you got to put some WD-40. Come on, somebody. I know what it feels like because sometimes I get out of bed, amen, and I got to motivate myself, amen, to, to go on through the day. Amen. I got to put some WD, some Holy Ghost WD-40. Lord, get me through this day. Lord, motivate me. Lord, let me do what I got to do. Lord, let me go into the harvest field. Come on, somebody. Get excited tonight. God is preparing us. Come on, somebody. See, but I'm telling you this. Amen. It's difficult enough to build an army out of good men. But it takes even greater leadership to build one out of this kind of men that follow David. How many of you thank God for our pastors? Amen. Thank God for Pastor Edgy and the abilities that God has given him and Pastora Sonia. Amen. But, amen, people like you and me, we know how difficult we can be. Amen. Nobody here difficult? Amen. Sometimes we need to go look in the mirror and say, Lord, amen, forgive me. Don't let me be like that no more. Amen. When I came into the home, amen, uh, I was like hamburger meat, amen. It took years to get things out of me. Things are still coming out of me. Can somebody say amen? I remember a time when I was on the praise team, amen. Uh, pastor Edgy preached it over the pulpit. He says, the next time you see, amen, Brother Lawrence, I was in a pastor, he said, the next time you see Lawrence making a face up there, everybody point at him. That'll break you in a hot second. Can somebody say Amen. We'll be playing on the praise team. I'll be making ugly faces up there. Pastors, you just point at him. And you know what the church did? They began to point at me. Amen. We were difficult. I know I was difficult, but I thank God, amen, that my pastor is a pastor that he is, and he's done what he's done. And he, he discipled me and trained me, amen, and brought us up and raised us as sons and daughters, amen. So I'm telling you tonight, we know how difficult we can be. Amen. You might be in that place right now. Look at your neighbor and tell him it's all right. Amen. You're in the cave right now. God's doing something. The second thing, amen, God will take care of his arrows. Amen. How many of you are grateful tonight for the recovery homes? I love the homes. I'm a homeboy. I'm a product of the home. My wife was in the home. I thank God for the homes. Amen. Because God does great things, not only in the homes, but amen, in the church. How many of you are grateful for being in the church tonight? Hallelujah. Amen. So I believe this, God will take care of his arrows. In verse 3, David asked the king uh, to watch over his family. 
How many of you know sometimes, amen, we get into those modes, amen, because we're not able to be with our family, see our family. Amen. I remember one time when my, uh, my son was in the hospital for about two months, three months, amen, and we were doing what we were doing. Uh, I know God was building me up. I know God was doing something. I know he was going to do something tremendous. I didn't cry. I didn't murmur. Amen. I didn't moan and groan. Why can I go be with my son? Amen. My wife was there with him. That was good enough for my boy. Can somebody say amen? And I was in the cave at that time, but I knew that I knew that I knew, amen, that God was going to do something great, and God began to open our son's eyes so that he can see uh, the things that were going on uh, in his parents' life. Uh, he wanted to be a youth pastor. And I believe this tonight, that God opened his eyes so that he can see the good things and the great things. And God was going to take care of not only him, but his family, his mother, his sisters. Come on, his brother, amen. He was going to take care of everybody. And I thank God, amen, that my pastor kept me in line. Can somebody say amen? Pastor kept me in line, Hallelujah. See, we got to understand, David asked the king to watch over his family, amen, until he knew what God was going to do. And I believe tonight we got to pray that God watch over our family until we know that we know that what God is going to do, amen. That's heavy. He didn't know the time or the place, but he knew one thing, that God would take care of it. we got to put in our spirit tonight that we got to know one thing, uh, that God is going to take care of it. God is going to take care of your loved one. God is going to take care of your wife. God is going to take care of your husband. God is going to take care of your grandchildren. God is going to take care of everything. Amen. See, he asked for them to live. Listen to this. This is, this is tremendous. He asked for them to live under his royal protection. And I believe tonight me and you just got to ask the Lord, amen, to allow our families, our loved ones, amen, those that are in our hearts to live under his royal protection. What other protection better than the king of kings protection? Amen. The Bible tells us this, amen, that Jesus uh, will brood over us like a hen broods over her chickies. Anybody ever live on a farm? Nobody here? Just me and brother man right here. Hallelujah. Amen. Have you ever been to try to get to a hen that just had her baby chicks? Amen. She puffs up. She'll, she'll protect them. She'll put them all under her body. Amen. And then she'll puff herself up to protect them. And if you come close, guess what? She will attack. Ask my wife. She got attacked by chickens before. Hello, somebody. Her grandpa had a chicken farm and they were, I mean, used to have eggs and all that. And, and the chickens used to attack the kids while they would get them. So we got to pray, church. Look at your neighbor, tell them we got to pray for God to, to have our loved ones live under his royal protection. How many of you have kids here? Say amen. amen. How many of you love your kids? Amen. What better? I know me and you can protect our families. Amen. But we got to ask God, amen, to protect them. The Lord Jesus Christ to protect them under his royal protection. You see, God has everything covered in our lives, church. But you just got to believe it. Tell you never, I got to believe it. Amen. You ain't no super mom. You ain't no super dad. Come on, somebody. And I know this because I made that mistake, church. Amen. I told my pastor, pastor, Amen. I was in the home for about a year, year and a half. Pastor, I'm ready to go to work. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go support my family. Pastor said, you're not ready, son. Yeah, yeah, pastor, I'm ready. I'm ready. You know how we get sometimes, church. 
Amen. Then I went and leaned on I Proverb 3, 5. I leaned on my own understanding. Amen. I went. Amen. I tried to go support my family. Guess what? I ended up homeless. I ended up sleeping in my car. Amen. I ended up backsliding. I don't know if any of you ever backslid before, but amen. The Bible says that God is married to the backslider. Come on, somebody. Amen. I missed up. Amen. Then I came back and I said, Pastora, I missed up. He said, get back into the home. Amen. God's got everything under control, church. Amen. And we got to understand, amen, that he knows what he's doing. He knows, amen, what he wants for you. He knows, amen, what, what your future. Come on, somebody. He has everything under control. Who better to take care of us, amen, during our preparation, amen, than the king of kings? Come on, somebody. Amen. We should have gave the Lord a hand clap for that one. Amen. Because we couldn't even take care of ourselves. Hallelujah. Church, understand this. Amen. This group, amen, of people eventually formed the core. They eventually formed, amen, the solid, amen, army. Amen, they were his military leaders. And it goes and comes up in the book of Chronicles, amen, that these were the men uh, that were, amen, the ones with the faces of lions. Come on, somebody. Amen, these were the men that were swift as gazelles. And, amen, that these were men uh, that were ready for battle. These were men uh, that were ready to, amen, go out and take out the other armies. Come on, somebody, get excited with me tonight. Because I believe God is raising up, amen, men and women of God in this house, amen, that have the faces of lions, amen, that will go out, amen, and take back everything uh, that the enemy has stolen from them. Take back, come on, somebody, go back into the enemy's camp and take it all back and tell them, devil, you're a liar devil give them back to me hallelujah i'm telling you tonight church amen god knows what he's doing and god is on the move hallelujah god amen has you exactly where you need to be amen god has you exactly where you need to be he's grooming you Amen. He's just, he's just getting you ready. Come on, somebody. Because he's going to show up and he's going to show you off. Amen. Or oh me. You know what's amazing? Hallelujah. Through this, amen, years of, of, of pride and years of me being a tontoron, if you know what that means, a dum-dum. Amen. I was a thick-headed man. Hello, somebody. Amen. And, 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 and through these years, uh, amen, that I didn't want to uh, speak to my in-laws, God used us, uh, amen, God used the men's home, amen, to go and build their house church. Amen. And I get to go and I see this house and I said, Lord, why couldn't this, amen, I wish this would have happened a little bit sooner, if you know what I'm talking about. See, but God is in control. Tell your neighbor, God is in control. Tell your neighbor, God knows what he's doing. Tell your neighbor that God loves me. Hello. Amen. Tell your neighbor, God loves you. Hallelujah. Amen. So we got to understand, church. Amen. These men produced church. These men produced a mighty army. Amen. And I believe, church, that we are producing a mighty army in the living word movement, in the living word churches, in the living word of IE. Come on, somebody. Amen. We are multiplying and we are, amen, making a more spiritual, amen, mighty men and women around the world. Church, we're going into Tijuana now. Thank you, Jesus. Come on, give the Lord a hand clap. We're in the Philippines. We're in the U.S., amen. We're in Africa. We're in England. Hallelujah. So God is building a mighty, mighty army. And guess what? You're part of it. God is preparing you, arrow of God. Amen. The third thing tonight I want to talk to you about, amen, is we need to learn from our failures in our preparation. Amen. I'm going to let you 
sit on that a little bit. Amen. We need to learn from our failures in our preparation. How many people have failed here? Raise your hand. If I can raise, amen, every limb in my body, I could, amen, but I can't because I'm, I'm a man that has made a lot of mistakes. <coughs> amen. But like our pastor says, amen, our failures are what? Our fertilizer for success. Amen. Learn from our failures in our preparation church. Amen. David, more than anything else or anyone else, amen, had an unchangeable belief, church. Amen. In the faithful and forgiving nature of God. You know, the Bible says that David was called a man after God's own heart. Amen. And David made a lot of mistakes. Can somebody say amen? Amen. David was with Bathsheba. Hello, somebody. He was kicking back on the porch. Amen. When it was time for war. Amen. Anybody here know what I'm talking about? It's time for war and you're kicking back. Amen. Amen. David uh, sent the, 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 sent for the man, uh, Bathsheba's husband, to come back, and he tried to cover things up. But, but the Bible says, amen, that, that this man was so loyal, this man was so faithful to the king uh, when he brought him and, and sent him back, amen, tried to send him back with his wife, Bathsheba. Amen. Uh, I mean, the man uh, came and slept at the palace gates or the palace doors. Amen. And then David, amen, ended up having this man sent to the front lines. And, and the Bible records and tells us that, amen, this man was killed on the battlefield. So David, amen, was a man uh, that made many mistakes, amen. David was a man that had a lot of missteps. We must learn, amen, from our own mistakes, church. Amen. Pastor told me a thing a long time ago, amen, when you're wise, you're wise. But when you're wiser, you learn from other people's mistakes. Amen. Uh, you need to learn from other people's mistakes, church. Hallelujah. I'm telling you this tonight, amen. We must learn, amen, from our own mistakes. David went through a lot of changes. Anybody here going through changes? Amen. It's in our nature, amen. We go through changes. But I'm not talking about those changes. I'm talking about the spiritual changes that are taking place. Amen. David went through many, amen, changes, and, and change is good. Come on, somebody. Look at your neighbor and tell him change is good. Amen. I know one thing, amen. I'm glad. I know that my wife, amen, is glad that I've changed, amen. I still need some more change. Hello, somebody. I can't sit here and say that I'm the perfect man because I'm not. But I'm telling you this much, amen, that God has allowed us, church, to be together for 30 years, to be married for 29 years. Amen. When people said, amen, we weren't going to make it, God said, you're going to make it. Come on, somebody. Amen. And I want to thank God for that because through our, our lives of, of uh, living the spiritual life, there's been a lot of changes. Amen. And I thank God for that. My family has changed. Amen. My family was discontented. My family was separated. My family, amen, uh, were not with us at one time. But, but God brought this, amen, all back together and allowed us, amen, to change uh, in the things of God together. And change. my son right now, our son, is in Thailand. Hello, operator. Amen. God has blessed us. God has, amen, brought prosperity. God has brought good things. Come on, somebody. But we're going to have to stick it out. We're going to have to go through these changes. We're going to have to go through these growth spurts. Amen. And we're going to have to go through these, uh, uh, what do they call those, amen, uh, uh, growing pains. Come on, somebody. I remember when I was like 13 years old, amen, uh, I was playing football, and, and my knees and my elbows and everything began to lock up on me and, and, and they begin to hurt, and 
I, I got took into the emergency room and Amen. After all the examinations, the doctor came out with that great revelation. Oh, you're having growing pains. Hello, somebody. There's nothing we can do for you. You just got to go through it. Amen. Look at your neighbor. Tell him you just got to go through it, neighbor. Amen. You got to go through these growing pains. Amen. So look at your neighbor. Tell him change is good. See, David went through a lot of changes, church. Amen. The Bible says he sinned. Amen. But he knew one thing. He knew repentance, church. Amen. And I believe that we have to have a heart of repentance. Who here, amen, has not sinned? The Bible says, let him that has not sinned cast the first stone. Amen. And I believe tonight, church, that we need to be a a people of repentance. Amen. In our preparation for increase as God's arrows, amen, we must be a repentful people. Amen. We must be a repentful people. And I'm going to close with this tonight as we stand to our feet. Amen. I'm going to close with this. David was a man who lived with great zest, church. That word zest, amen, means liveliness or energy and animated spirit. Amen. He made mistakes, church, but he was quick to confess. He was quick to, amen, repent. Amen. His confessions were from the heart. Amen. As we close our eyes tonight and raise our hands, amen. David never took God's forgiveness lightly. Amen. How many of you are thankful for God forgiving you tonight? Amen. And for the grace of God that he has bestowed upon us. Hallelujah. Church, I want to let you know tonight, amen, in closing, amen. David never took God's forgiveness lightly or his blessings for granted. And I'm telling you this tonight because I know God has blessed you. I know God has blessed you right there where you're at. I know God has blessed you in the trials. Amen. The Bible says that we're blessed in the city uh, and we're blessed in the field. Uh, The Bible tells me, amen, that we're blessed coming and going. Can somebody say amen tonight, church? And God is blessing us and he wants to bless us. Amen. So we got to understand we cannot, church, you and I cannot take God's blessings for granted. Amen. We need to thank God this morning that he's blessed us or this evening that he's blessed us. Amen. With this breath of life uh, that he's blessed us and allowed us. Amen. To come into this house of God. Amen. And listen to this church in, in return. God never. Amen. He never held back on King David. Amen. He never held back. I don't want God to hold back. Amen. On those blessings that he's bestowing upon us. Hallelujah. Listen to this church, either forgiveness or in his, amen, consequence, amen, of his actions, David experienced the joy of forgiveness. And I believe tonight, church, that we need to put a smile on our face. Come on, somebody. And we need to put joy back in our heart, amen, because God, amen, has given us forgiveness. And we need to be joyful. We should be, amen, joyful men, uh, joyful women of God, joyful, amen, that he has, he's got us here where he's got us, church. Joyful for those things, amen. Amen, that he has given us, even when he, amen, had to suffer the consequence. Amen. Look at your neighbor tell him it's good to suffer once in a while. Amen, it's good to suffer once in a while. It brings me back to say, you know what, Lord? Thank you for everything you've done, Lord. Thank you for the little things that you've done and the big things, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for just saving my life, Lord. Thank you, Lord, amen, for for giving me back my wife, amen, that I lost a long time ago. But you, amen, were gracious enough uh, to give her back to me, Lord. You were gracious enough to give me back my family, Lord. You were gracious enough, Lord, to put us in a place, Lord, to pastor your people. Amen. We just got to be joyful this morning or this evening, church. 
I'm telling you this tonight, church. Amen. As we get prepared as God's arrows, remember David in the cave. Remember where you're at right now. Amen. Remember David in the cave, church, and allow God to build you up in this time. Allow God to build you up in this time. I'm going to read one more scripture tonight in 2 Samuel chapter 7. Amen. And I believe that the Lord is going to touch our hearts tonight. 2 Samuel 7 verse 28. The Bible says this tonight, church. And now, O Lord God, you are God and your words are true. How many believe that God's words are true tonight? Listen to this. You have promised this goodness to your servant. God has promised this goodness to you as his servants. Now, therefore, let it please you to bless the house of your servant that it may continue before you forever for you, O Lord God, have spoken it. And with your blessing, let the house of your servant be blessed forever. Mm. My God, hallelujah. Church, I want to ask you tonight, amen. Hallelujah. With every eye closed and every head bowed tonight, amen. I want to ask you tonight, is there here anyone in this house, amen, that needs a touch from God right now? Amen. If you were in a backslidden condition or, amen, you don't even know the Lord Jesus Christ uh, as your personal Lord and Savior tonight. If there's anyone in this house, amen, amen, that needs that tonight, I want you to raise your hand tonight, amen, before the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. See those hands raised. And I want you to make your way right now to this altar church. Amen. I want you, amen, tonight to come. Amen. And just, let's just come and repent tonight. Let's just come and ask God for forgiveness tonight. Let's just come and thank God. Let's just come tonight and ask God to give us the joy. Come on, somebody, of the Lord back in our hearts. The altars are open. Amen. Make your way, come on, tonight to the house. Amen. Into the, amen, to the altar of God tonight, church. Hallelujah. Amen. If you're not at the altar tonight, please, amen. As a praise team begin to sing tonight, amen. Hallelujah. And worship God tonight in this place. If you're not here at this altar, amen, I want you to extend your hands tonight.